613. It's currently five degrees, and we're leaving for a high time of eight. Oh. So not going to get much warmer. Uh, windy conditions out there. Snow going to continue. We'll give you all your weather details coming up in just a couple minutes. First up, though, because of said weather, there yes. are some closings in the area. So, Ian, sure do you want to start it out with? These are all closings. Yes. Yeah, so closed, 223-23. Fond du Lac Ojibwe School. Maple School District. Mariantha Academy. Northwood Tech and Superior Nashland. South Shore School District. Superior Cathedral. Willow River. And Renshaw. Those are all closed today. And then virtual learning, late start, early dismissal. Uh, Barnum e-learning day today. Carlton, virtual learning. Cloquet is an e-learning day. ESCO as well. East Central Schools, e-learning day. Uh, Hinkley Finlayson is a two-hour delay. Moose Lake is e-learning day. Superior Public Imperial. Oh, I said that name wrong. Uh, schools is an e-learning day. Buildings are closed. University of Wisconsin Superior's virtual learning day today. And Washburn schools as well. Uh, downtown Duluth Skywalk Systems closed uh, at 7 p.m. last night. Section 7A Boys Hockey semifinals scheduled for today has been postponed to the 27th. Uh, Pinewood Cloquet is closed. YWCA Duluth as well. And big movies at the deck event scheduled for today canceled due to weather uh, not being rescheduled. So if you want uh, that information repeated, all you got to do is check it out at Mix108.com or you can also go on the Mix108 app. And it's all brought to you by Wittis Trailer Sales. That's right. So thank you to them for uh, helping us keep you informed on what's going on. Maroon 5 on deck, Miley Cyrus 2 and Sam Smith. Uh, Coming up in just a couple minutes, we'll talk about a big deal going on at Spirit Mountain for Duluth residents today and Saturday. So I'll tell you what, come this afternoon when this, even if it's snowing just a little bit, it's a great day to go out to Spear Mountain. You can save a lot of money. We'll give you the details on that. And your weather is next. I'm sure yourself. And uh, currently five degrees, looking for a high today of eight. It's going to be chilly out there today. But if you're somebody that loves to ski or snowboard or maybe wants to learn how to ski or snowboard, Today is the day, today and Saturday, Spirit Mountain wants to give all Duluth residents a chance to experience what they have to offer. It's Spirit Loves Duluth Days. Everyone can enjoy deeply discounted rates. When I say deeply discounted, I'm not kidding. $5. Whoa. For rentals, Nordic passes, tubing, um, skiing, snowboarding, $5. That's crazy. Yeah. When you consider a ticket is... (laughs) About 20 times more than that normally. Um, In addition to these deep discounts, the staff at Spirit Mountain are also encouraging beginning skiers and snowboarders to take advantage of free lessons so everyone can have a fun and safe experience. So if you're somebody that maybe hasn't skied or snowboarded in a while or you want to learn how, now's the perfect time because your lift ticket's only five bucks, free lessons, and rentals are five bucks. But it's just Duluth residents? Duluth residents, yep. So you have to show proof that um, you are a resident of Duluth. So driver's license, ID. So that's going on today and Saturday out at Spirit Mountain. And with all this fresh snow, that's a perfect time to go. I'll tell you what, because you're going to just have the nice powder and it's not going to be generally as icy. Uh, Great conditions to go out. And um, if you can't make it today, do it on Saturday because that's uh, when they're going to have it. And it's going to be warmer on Saturday, too. But there's there's adventurous folks out there that are like, I don't care that it's five degrees. <laughs> you know, this right. kind of price, I'm heading out there. So I've got all the details for you at uh, Mix108.com and the Mix108 app and also That's a link crazy. to Spirit Mountain's website. So good for them. I was a part of the snowboard and ski club in middle school, so we used to go to Spirit Mountain all the time. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, I remember when I moved here, I was like, 
Oh my God, are you kidding? Like, look at this place is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, growing up in Milwaukee, I started skiing when I was probably like eight years old. My parents didn't know how to ski, so they signed me up for ski school. So I hopped on a bus and we'd go to various ski places. Well, in case you don't know, Milwaukee's about as flat as it gets. So they had to make literally man-made ski hills. Really? Yeah. And so it's basically like you're skiing on garbage. Ew. Or I don't know what they use to make or these why hills. Why would you want to ski on garbage, Gene? That sounds awful. Well, we joked as kids that it was garbage, but it wasn't well, literally garbage. Milwaukee. But <laughs> nice. Have you ever been to Milwaukee, Ian? Ever in your life? Nope. Okay. So it's not garbage hills. <laughs> I'm getting all defensive about Milwaukee all of a sudden. But um, so obviously not to the degree of like Spirit Mountain as far as great runs and a variety of runs. You know what I mean? It was very limited. Right. And so when I moved here, I'm just like, wow, it's like pretty much in your backyard. Look at all these great runs. And, you know, and of course they've expanded so much too with the tubing and, um, you know, fat bikes and fat tire bikes and fat bikes. Look out, <laughs> here comes my fat bike. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's it's a, a great time to take advantage of that. And it's just Spirit Mountains way of saying thank you to the citizens of Duluth. It is a city-owned a facility, and so they just uh, want to uh, offer that again. That's going on today and Saturday. Check out details, Mix108.com, and also on the Mix108 app. Still to come, got Baby Rexa, Harry Styles 2, and Pink. Never gonna not dance again. That's coming up next on Mix108. Page Wentport. 648 is currently 5 degrees downtown Duluth, looking for a high today of 8. Uh, with that, with the snow that we've had overnight, obviously more snow in some places than others. We've been pretty lucky, at least like downtown area of Duluth, closer to the lake, of just a couple inches of snow. But we do have some uh, closings. These are all schools that are closed today. We'll start it off with Floodwood. Fond du Lac Ojibwe School. Fond du Lac Tribal Community College. Uh, no evening classes. Maple School District. Maranta Academy. Northwood Tech in Superior and Ashland. South Shore School District. Superior Cathedral. Willow River. And Renshaw. And uh, these are virtual learning, late starts, early dismissals. Uh, Barnum is e-learning today. Uh, Carlton Virtual Learning. Cloquet e-learning day. As well as ESCO. East Central Schools e-learning. Hinkley Finlayson has a two-hour delay. Moose Lake e-learning. Solon Springs is virtual learning. Superior Public and Parochial Schools e-learning day. University of Wisconsin Superior is a virtual learning day. And Washburn Schools is virtual learning. And of course, other announcements. The AEOA Duluth Meal on Wheels is closed today. Choice Unlimited is closed. Downtown Duluth Sidewalk System closed last night at 7 p.m. Section 7A Boys Hockey Semifinals uh, scheduled for today has been postponed uh, to the 27th. Pinewood Cloquet is closed. YWCA in Duluth is closed. And Big Movies at the Deck event that was scheduled for today has been canceled due to weather and will not be rescheduled. And uh, you can check this out list out for yourself at Mix108.com or also on the Mix108 app. And uh, we've got uh, all those uh, all those closings and late starts and e-learning. Uh, snow day is a thing of the past, I guess. Now <laughs> it's just going to be e-learning. That's but, so weird for me. Uh, it's good for the kids though when it comes to summertime, where they're like, "What? We have four more days of school." Yeah, remember those snow days? Oh yeah. Coming up <laughs> next hour, we've got a new segment on the show. It's called "What's in Ian's Pocket." Ooh. So he'll give you some clues as to what's in his pocket, and if you can guess correctly, you'll get a pass to Defy Trampoline Park in Duluth. Plus, we'll talk about the prettiest city in Minnesota. 
and Ian's toolbox. We've got oh, lots of stuff wait. happening. And to check your forecast is coming up in minutes on Mix 108. Of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. All right, Gene, starting this morning off, we are heading over to. Honestly, I don't know where this is, but. <laughs> That's awesome. A, uh, apparently, there's a motorcyclist that has a very specific spot he likes to park at a park. And there was a bus that was in his parking spot. So instead of, you know, asking the bus to move or doing anything else, he decided to urinate in a bag and then throw the bag at the bus. Oh, gross. I feel like there's a lot of steps there that he weirdly took. But, uh, yeah, and it's caught all on uh, camera that uh, is facing the parking lot. A pee bomb. Yeah, a little, a little pee bag there. Wonderful. Uh, down in Florida, listen, if you see an alligator, please do not lay down next to it. Two tourists in Florida at uh, Everglade National Park saw an alligator on the trail and decided to lay down next to it for a selfie. These animals are wild. Luckily, they were okay. They didn't get hurt, but I would highly not recommend doing this. Can you believe that? You know, you have these two idiots that lay by an alligator and nothing happens to them. But then you have like an 80-year-old lady walking her dog. I just saw this the other day and gets eaten by an alligator. Yeah, I mean, like, look at this. Like, they are very close here. Yeah, that's... No, no, thank you. Don't do that. Uh, speaking of Florida, two deputies, or correctional officers, sorry, were fired after throwing scalding water on several inmates, and they suffered first and second, de- second degree what? burns. Yep. Oh, my God. They claim that they threw hot water on them to gain compliance. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. not how that works, guys. And lastly, I'm going to share a quick story. A family is being slammed on TikTok. For having a Disneyland ride hike. So they have a toddler. And you know, roller coasters, you have to be a certain height to ride them. Well, they decided to make their own um, heels for the kid. Like they uh, stack stuff on the sneaker to make him taller so he can use the rides. And now he's they're being slammed because like there's a reason there's a height thing to protect people. And so they're like, you're literally putting your kid in danger. Yeah, I saw that because they're like, well, he likes the adventurous big ride. So they made these like platform shoes for yep. him. Oh, platform. That's the word I couldn't think of. Right. So it's like, oh, so you want your kid to slide out of the ride? Right. Oh, my God. They're, that's terrible. Yeah. They're awful people. I know. That's so ridiculous. I, I had to throw that in my toolbox, but that's going to do it. Well, thanks for that. Taylor Swift now. Her latest team. Good morning. Gina and Ian here. It is still five degrees downtown Duluth looking for a high today of eight. But we've got that wind out there, so it feels a lot colder than five degrees. So just a bundle up before you head out. But it looks like the snow has ceased. For now. downtown. Yeah, yeah, for now. But there could be on and off uh, snowfall and uh, maybe... Uh, Get a couple more inches of snow. Um, I'm sure on top of the hill, they're dealing with way more snow than we have down below. It oh, looks yeah. like two inches of snow maybe that we got. Well, uh, what is the prettiest small town in Minnesota? Uh, well, you know, just throw a dart at the map, Gene. 
I mean, come on. It's Minnesota We're here. We're all pretty. Exactly. We got beautiful cities here. So I absolutely love, like, towns having nicknames and all this. And, you know, maybe you've passed through this town, maybe you haven't. I never even heard of it until I did my uh, mascot uh, story. So the website Daily Meal put together a list of prettiest towns in each state. So they took an account of unique beauty based on geographical and cultural diversity in each of the 50 states. Also looked into smaller towns that have special combinations of natural surroundings, history, architecture, and even art to decide what exactly makes a city the prettiest in the state. Now, I know a lot of people are thinking, well, hey, Duluth is pretty, and I agree with you, but we're not a small town. No. So according to this... You can find this small town in Fillmore County with a population of 754 people. Wow. This city even claims to be the quote-unquote hidden gem of southeastern Minnesota, and it's even called the bed and breakfast capital of Minnesota. It is no other than Lanesboro. Ever been there, Gene? Nope, never heard of it. Well, back in 2013, it even made the list of top 12 small town art places. So you can find this about, uh, it's about 20 miles southeast of Rochester. So it's definitely in the southern part of the state. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's the Root River State Bike Trail, resorts, campgrounds, art galleries, live theater. So much is happening in this like little small town. I and mean, it, when you say small town, it's, it's, not even, it's, it's like a blip. Yeah. There's 800 people in the town. Yep. What? And I love that their high school mascot is the Lanesboro Burrows. So it's it's a donkey. <laughs> That's great. Yep. Oh, man. Well, you know what? Good for them that they get this recognition. Yeah. I just think it, I'm fascinated by the fact that whoever put the survey together would even find this town because it's that small. Like I said, it's like a blip on the radar. Right. Well, I'm sure, like, you know, you look at, like, nicknames and stuff, too. Like, I'd want to check out the bed and breakfast capital of Minnesota. Right. With 800 people, so, what, there's four or five bed and breakfasts and everybody works there? Listen, the the way I see it, every house in this city is a bed and breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't even imagine. Talk about everybody being in your business. You know, and... I've seen so many scary movies. Every time I think of Bed and Breakfast, I think of this like cheesy, scary movie called Dead and Breakfast. Oh my God. Where like a group of friends stayed at a bed and breakfast and it ended up being like a zombie apocalypse type thing. See, it's so funny because you're like, you know, well, Duluth's not a small town. It kind of is. It, it is and it isn't. <laughs> I always call it a little big town. Yeah. Because I know a lot of things that I've experienced in Duluth where I'm like, God, this is a small town. Or like... There are some places I can't even go without running into at least three people I know. For sure, yeah. But that's the beauty of it. Right. And that's why we love it here. That's not that I hate running into those people. It's just crazy sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes there's people you run into, you're like, well, oh. You're like, oh, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't make eye contact. And you make eye contact. You're like, no, no, I got to talk to this person. You're like, no, I got to leave. Oh, it's the worst. Just keep my money. I didn't want that food anyway. Bye. <laughs> well, I would never do that. <laughs> You can find all the details about the prettiest 
uh, town in Minnesota on our website at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. Coming up in just a couple minutes, we're going to give you a chance to win uh, a uh, complimentary pass to Defy Trampoline Park. And all you have to do is guess what's in Ian's pocket. And he's got some really good clues. So it may be a little challenging. We'll see. Uh, but we're going to be doing that every week and uh, giving you a chance to win those uh, Defy passes. So thank you to them for that. And uh, <laughs> I'm imagining Ian on the trampoline with this in his pocket. Oh, no, thank it w- you. It would work. Lizzo on the way. Before that, we got Megan Trainer 2 and Steve Lacey. Bad Habit is next on Mix 108. 7.35. I'm so excited for this segment. I think this is going to be so much fun. We're going to do this uh, weekly where we are going to play What is in Ian's Pocket? Oh, yes. Love this game. Love when I put things in my pocket. <laughs> I, You know what? Actually, I hate having things in my pocket. Really? Oh, I hate it. I can't stand it. I can't change anything. Nope. Get out of my... I, no. Nothing. <laughs> you look at someone like Cooper, the guy's got like his kitchen sink in his pocket. Oh, honestly. And I've said to him, like, doesn't that drive you crazy? He's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I can't even have change in my pocket, but that's just me. I'm weird. All right. So, so Gene, how does this work? All right. So... Uh, Ian has an object in his pocket. It sure is do. not live. It is not anything that is live. No, no. Because that would be too weird. I would not put anything live in no. my pocket. And so uh, we will start with caller number eight. So what we'll do is we'll have you describe what's in your pocket. Okay. Say as many clues as you want. Okay. Because uh, this is the first time we're doing this. Caller, we'll start, we'll start with caller number eight. And if uh, you can guess what's in Ian's pocket, you'll win a pass to uh, Defy Trampoline Park. In All right. Earth. Here we go. You so, ready? Uh, the number, in case you don't know, is 740 740- Two mix seven four zero two mix. All right, all right. So what's in my pocket is small but powerful. You must have a thumb to operate it. Do I need another clue? Or you think that's good? Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, opposable thumb. Small but powerful. And you must have a thumb to operate it. All right. So we'll start with call number eight seven four zero two mix seven four zero two mix. Uh, take a guess. You might get it right, and you will get a pass to Defy uh, Trampoline Park. In Duluth, it's uh, what's in Ian's pocket. Call number eight now, 7402-MIX, and uh, we'll hopefully get a winner next on Mix 108. Hey, Twinports. We're now 813. Good morning. Gene and Ian here. It is six degrees outside. We've gone up one degree looking for a high today of eight. So uh. this article, first of all, I found they spelled Minnesota wrong. That's fantastic. Uh, BusinessInsider.com talking oh. about... Instead of paying adults more, some states might let companies hire kids as young as 14 whoa, whoa. to fill the labor whoa. shortage. 14? Republicans in some states are proposing exceptions to child labor regulations because the labor shortage has impacted industries like meatpacking and construction. Yeah, let's get a 14-year-old to work in a meatpacking plant. That sounds pretty safe. What was your first job? Or to do construction. Um, I didn't really have jobs when I was younger. Really? No. <laughs> so I, my dad uh, ran an arcade, so I would like help like run the prize station stuff when I was younger. But my actual like legal first job was uh, a sandwich artist. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of a spoiled brat. Like my parents just gave me money. I didn't have to have a job. Oh, fair. <laughs> Which is totally gross. Like now that I think about it. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really have a real job till I was out of college. And see, I was an only child. So like I could have gone that route, but my parents also wanted to instill me that like, Hey, get a job, have your own money, pay for your own things. Which is how it should be. Cause yeah. really looking back, it's like, thank God I turned out to be a 
a pretty good person because I can be an awful person that's like, no, I didn't have a job so I just anyone. No, I was 16 when I started that job, though, but I, I don't think I would have been in a good mindset doing it at 14. I think that's way too young. Yeah. Uh, weigh in on this 7402 mix, 7402 mix, if you want to be part of the conversation. Uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say. 14, you don't know your head from a hole in the ground. Well, and also, you don't when you're 16 either, but. How would that work drive. for like hours? Because I know like you can be 15 to work at some places too, but like only like certain hours. And you can't, it's, and you can't be certain times where it's late. Right. At night. Like, is that going to be. Like different when you're 14 compared to 15 or 16. I don't know. Oh my God. Well, apparently, um, in Minnesota, I didn't realize that um, lost 90,000 workers during the pandemic, making it one of the tightest labor markets in the country. Wow. Uh, lawmakers in Iowa and Minnesota returning to a practice common during labor shortages, um, hiring younger workers to fill open roles. But, of course, all these rules are in place right now, so some things have to be put into place to allow this to happen. Eliminating work opportunities for youth just because of their age will make it even harder for businesses to find reliable employees. How reliable is going to be a 14-year-old? Well, well, let's see. I uh, can't take an Uber. My parents both work, and all I have is a bike. Hey, you just got to get a fat bike for, you know, <laughs> these uh, wonderful Duluth winters. Oh, my God. Uh, it's not just Iowa and Minnesota. GOP-led Senate in Wisconsin recently passed a bill to expand legal working hours for 14- and 15-year-olds. Although it was vetoed this month by this, the governor, uh, Ohio reintroduced a similar bill this month that would allow expanded hours for those ages with a parent's permission. Interesting. Minnesota bill seeks to allow 16- and 17-year-olds to perform construction work. Oh. In Iowa's meatpacking industry, it would be 14- and 15-year-olds. God, I just, you know, I mean, of course, it's up to the parents. And some 14-year-olds are more mature than others. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, there's probably a 14-year-old out there who's more mature than me, and I'm old. You know, but it's just, um, you know, I just kind of look at it like, let kids be kids. You know, you, when you're an adult, you have to work your whole entire life. That's the beauty of being a kid, you know, no. that you don't work. But but I, I see your stance on, like, a 14-year-old working in a meatpacking factory, but I feel like I would trust a 14-year-old, like, making sausage and stuff. Making sausage? Yeah. Put it in the casing and stuff? You put it in that little machine? I don't know. I just think being around any kind of, like, machines... Well, yeah, it's going to be dangerous, good... but, like, in any age, it's, you know, you have precautions. I just... I don't know. I don't know. I I think I I don't agree. I think sixteen. What? No. I I mean I agree too. I I don't know if I like want my fourteen year old already working, but in a meat packing place. Well, no, no, we're just making sausages. Hey hey, <laughs> you know the sausage has got to be made. It does have to be made. But um, yeah, so we'll see. It's just um, man, it's tough out there, and unfortunately, there's a lot of businesses that have folded because they just can't they right. can't find employees. So. And, and you see that all the time on, uh, you know, Facebook or whatever. People come, you know, someone complaining about they can't find a job. And then you have a hundred people that jump in and say, really? <laughs> really? Like places are begging for employees. Well, but I think that's more of like they can't find a job that they want to do. Exactly. And that's the difference. But, you know, if you're desperate enough, I mean, this is the probably most opportune time to find a job because there's so many places that are looking for help. And with that too, they're increasing pay. I mean, 
some fast food places overnight shifts to get twenty bucks an hour. What's minimum wage in Minnesota? Like ten uh, something. Geez. So it's like you're making almost double. I mean, which minimum wage is not a living wage? Let's just be a hundred percent serious about that. But that um, has made a lot of places compete too to give wages you never would think you'd get at a place like that. Right. So Minnesota's minimum wage was adjusted on January first, twenty twenty three, to ten fifty nine an hour. Oh my god, that's insane! How could you live on that? A single person can even live on that. Right. And so, you know, you look at some fast food places to make 20 bucks an hour, you know, then because I wonder that all the time. Like if I go to a fast food place that it's posted signs saying what they make, yep. then I think to myself, well, why would you work at another fast food place when you could make 20 bucks an hour here? Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. how do you even compete with that? But well, then you just go work at a meatpacking place and make some sausages. <laughs> That's yeah. If there's any meat packing places out there, will you please call me because Ian wants to make some sausages. We'll have him. See I would love to make it. sausages. Are you kidding me? I would barf. What do you mean you would barf? I've seen how they do that and it looks disgusting. You don't want me to make you some sausages? No. Well, you're rude. I mean, I love eating. <laughs> I love eating them, but yeah. watching it go into that tube, it's like, well, I do it. I'd love to work. I'd, I'd love to help out. <laughs> We're gonna have you go to a butcher shop. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I don't. I don't even like making like meatloaf, like uh, any kind of meat. I have to touch with my hands. I'm like, ah. so we'll let you do that one. Hey, listen, if you have a difficult job, I would love to try it out. There you go, dirty jobs with Ian. Let's Ooh, do it. That sounds like a fun series. Lil Nas X coming up. Pink and Ed Sheeran is next on Mix 108. H Win Ports. Time right now is 8.35. Good morning, Gene and Ian. Hanging out here downtown Duluth. It is a winter wonderland going yeah. on. It's like a little snow globe. We are like in a snow globe. It is awfully windy out there. Temps only six above. Woo. With the wind chill, it feels like much, many more degrees below zero than that. It is uh, pretty miserable outside. <laughs> so if you have to be outside, hopefully you are bundled up. To everybody that's working outside right now, God bless you, because oh. that would just be awful. I am yeah. no, way you. too much of a baby to do that. Just even walking to my car this morning, I was like, ah, and it wasn't even snowing then. I just, I still can't get over this morning. So I ended up staying at my parents' house last night just because I live over in Superior. So I didn't know how the bridge was going to be this morning. Yeah, smart. And it was just, I just can't get over that my dad was my alarm clock this morning. And I just, it took me back. I'm like, what year is it right now? How did he wake you up? Oh, he just opened the bedroom door and was like, Ian, it's five o'clock. Get up. I'm like, all right. Thanks, dad. You're the best. Love no you. hitting the alarm when dad says that. I know. I mean, granted, I did have an alarm that went off at 445, but you know, I hit that snooze button. However, you can't really hit the snooze button on your dad. So does he have to get up that early every day? Yeah, for his work. Oh, so, Craig. I know. So that's how I knew, like, well, wow, there's no way I'm going to sleep in because my dad's going to get me up. How, when you were a kid, did your dad, was your dad the one that was getting you up or your mom? Or both? Um, I think it was, I think it was my dad. I could be wrong. Mom, if you're listening, you can yell at me if I <laughs> don't give you credit for it. But I'm pretty sure it was my dad because my dad always got up super early. My mom, um, Got up, got me up, and we were just talking about this. I was like, well, this is a friend of mine the other day of like how your parents woke you up, like if they were really sweet about it or if they'd be yeah. like, get up. Um, and so, you know, I'm the fifth kid. So by the time I rolled around, my poor mom, you know, I can't believe she didn't just like throw something at me to tell me, you know, for me to get up. So she'd come in my room and she'd be real quiet and be like, good morning, Aww. and like really sweet. 
And then I'd always have her tickle my back. Okay. That was like my favorite thing ever. I'd be Interesting. Like, Draw a picture. <laughs> my mom would just laugh because my mom had long nails. Oh. I mean, this went on through high school because I'm just like, oh, that feels long. So this, this makes sense now. When you start to fall asleep over there, you're like, hey, Ian, tickle my back. I get yeah, it. tickle my back. Yeah. I get it. Um, so right. she'd be like kind of, you know, gently trying to wake me up. Like she'd sit on my That's bed cute. and blah, blah, And then she'd be like, okay, I'm time to get up. And I'd be like, <laughs> so then she has to get, you know, then the, the sweet approach isn't working. So she'd, you know, try to coax me, maybe like rub my shoulders. That wouldn't work. Then as a last resort, she'd pull my blankets off. Oh, yeah. And that would do it. You know, then I'd just be like, well, no, I'm freezing. And I'm a, I am not a morning person, which is super funny because I've been doing morning radio for like 100 years. Right. I'm a huge grouch in the morning. Can't stand it. I'm not a morning person. I don't like it. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Get away. I just like sleep. I do. I do, too. And then especially if the room's cold and you're, you know, under a warm blanket. God, there's nothing worse than that. Right. And so that's how my mom would coax me to get up is the blanket's gone. What uh, wakes me up in the morning is if you shut my fan off, I instantly wake up. Oh, wow. And I hate it because I'm like, I like my sleep. Yeah, no, I have the alarm and I'm notorious for hitting the snooze. So if you have someone else sleeping in your bed, that's a no-no because nobody wants to hear your alarm go oh, off six I times. know, I know, especially for us morning show people that have to like set our alarms at like 4.30 and 5 a.m. <laughs> Such Sorry. an ungodly time to get up in the morning. And when people ask me that, when they ask what time I get up and they all go, oh, that's terrible. It's like, yeah, thanks. I know. Yeah. I'm living it every day. But hey. But it's nice in the summer when you can like, be home by like noon. I know. You know, it's like, oh, great. I still got a whole day to do nothing. Yeah, but then I just end up <laughs> napping and I sleep the whole day away. So it's like, you know, hey, what can you do? I know it's not where I live. I'm like, I'm going to go sit outside. I don't have anywhere to sit in the sun. I'm just going to go back inside. Well, I, I want to talk about the story because this this woman is a horrible person. And I feel so bad for this guy if this is real. Okay. So a woman who invited her friends on her anniversary oh. trip ultimately ruined her boyfriend's plans to propose. So he went <laughs> on Reddit and said that they've gone on, they've been together. He and Sarah, which is probably not a real name. Sarah. Sarah. Uh, they've been together for five years. They had several vacations together as a longtime couple, but their most recent trip was meant to be special. Obviously, she didn't know he was going to propose, so let's oh, just okay. say that right there. Yeah. So a few days before they were going to go on their trip, Sarah told her boyfriend she was bringing two of her besties. He agreed, hoping they'd still have some time together. Well, it ended up turning into a girl's trip, and Sarah blew him off for her friends. They didn't get any private time together, and after three days of being in second place, he said, I decided to leave the trip and head home. Oh, oh. snap. Uh, once Sarah returned home, he tried to have a discussion with her. He said, how did you think the trip went? And she said, we had a great time. It was memorable. Wow. Doesn't he, her, her boyfriend up and left the trip, and she doesn't even care. Yikes. So then he explained where why he was upset and gave her examples of various times he felt like a third wheel um, in their relationship. He said, I signed up for a monogamous, not poly relationship. He also asked her if she had any idea who's going to propose. She said she didn't know and claimed that she would have invited her. She wouldn't have invited her friends to come along if she knew. 
Um, but like that would ruin the surprise. Well, couldn't he have just been like, "Hey, I know you want your friends to come along, but I kind of want like a romantic getaway." Like yeah. he didn't have to say he was going to propose, but I feel like if you pose it that way, if you're in a good enough relationship, it's going to be fine. <sighs> so Sarah begged begged him to stay with her. Said they could work things out. She didn't want to throw away five years of relationship on a bad trip. Um, though she was hopeful they'd be able to work it out, they ended up breaking up. Dang. <laughs> um, he said, I, now I have to figure out how to get my name off the lease. I'll plan to get the rest of my belongings. It's for the ring. I'll return it this weekend. Ooh, he Ooh. is mad. Ooh. He is upset. Yikes. What would you do, Ian, if that happened? You were going to propose. She brought her two besties. I would have a conversation with her. But also, like I said, before we'd even leave, I'd say, hey, I know this is a fun trip. You invited your friends, but I kind of just really want it to be romantic between you and me. Right. I would have that open conversation. I wouldn't have just like, okay, whatever. She's bringing her friends along. I guess I'm not proposing now you know what i mean yeah like I think, you yeah. you've been with her for five years have that conversation you should be open with each other i don't know that's just me yeah i if i was in that position first of all if i was being tr- treated like a third wheel yeah. i would probably i would talk to that person oh for sure and we It'd also don't like, know how many know. times they've had that conversation or if they have had it you know what i mean yeah i would just i you know what i would do is if i was going to propose i would just be like I would take the person aside and be like, hey, you know, I kind of feel like I've been a third wheel, you know, for the last couple of days and wanted this to really be a romantic trip and here, here's what's going on yeah, and propose. And then she'd be like, oh, my God, look at what, look what you just did. <laughs> now we're getting married and the friends would be like, oh, my God, that's fantastic. And then you'll have crack some champagne, have some fun. Exactly. Yeah, I think he... Uh, I think he just used this as an excuse to ditch. I 100% agree with you. I I think, you know, he's just like, well, I was going to propose. You know, if you were going to propose, dude, you wouldn't have just left the trip. And then when she's apologizing and saying, da, 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 I didn't know you were going to propose. And you still broke up with her. Yeah. He saw an out and he took it. Yeah. Agreed. People's court has spoken. <laughs> Taylor Swift, Antihero coming up, and Metro Boomin is next on Mix 108. Treat yourself with it. He's up for the morning. Uh, be careful out driving yes, around. Conditions yeah. not that great right now. Uh, Ian kicking off 80 minutes of music commercial free, courtesy of our friends at Quick Trip. Uh, he also has his uh, throwback song of the day. We'll be back with you tomorrow on a finally Friday starting at 6 a.m. Have a great day. Be safe. Yeah. We love you. See ya. MBT's.